Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of the IP Breakfast with attorneys Albert Decady and Emmanuel Coffey. Good morning, counsel. Counsel, good morning. Uh, are you having coffee this morning? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As always, uh, always have to have breakfast with coffee. All right. <laughs> and if you don't have coffee, we have Emmanuel Coffee on the line. All right. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, so let's start with our disclaimer. Uh, Every opinion that we express in this uh, episode is uh, the opinion of Albert Decady or Emmanuel Coffey and does that impart on their employers. And we also do not provide legal advice in this program. Uh, If you do hear something that is of interest to you, you should consult with your own attorney. So, counsel, today uh, we wanted to look at, um, you know, the world of IP in this pandemic, uh, I think we have touched um, the idea of, uh, you know, uh, uh, we talk about COVID and uh, somewhat um, and what IP, the IP world, uh, wall in this, in, in this, in this whole uh, context. So today we wanted to a little dive in into, um, you know, how is IP uh, involved in this whole effort for vaccines and, 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 and solutions to this, to this pandemic. Um, so how, how do you think that uh, IP is affecting this, this, uh, this, this effort? Okay, uh, Council, uh, I guess before we uh, dive, we welcome our listeners from around the world, wherever, whenever they may be listening to this podcast. And uh, we hope that this half hour will be enjoyable. In terms of the uh, IP uh, and how IP is playing out in the COVID night, is that what the, the question? Is that what you? Uh... Yeah. So uh, how? Yeah, exactly. So what's the role of IP is playing in this in this um, in this pandemic, or as a you know solution to the pandemic? You know, looking at what um you know the role of the u.s patent and trademark office uh, the um the wave of of applications that have already arrived at, the, uh, at that office regarding uh, different type of trademarks for example um and giving people rights and uh, you know there, there's different program that uh, that office have instituted and and also looking at uh, the companies themselves like everybody's working overtime right now uh in okay. my industry uh-huh. mm. all right uh i guess we can start by saying uh whether covid19 was made in a lab or it's natural uh, it, it, it it affects uh, the entire world and uh here in the U.S., I think the number of deaths uh, is, what, 183,000 the last I heard on Friday or something like this? Counsel, I, 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 have, I must admit that I've, I've tuned off right now. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the numbers are not great, um, but it, it is a little bit depressing to see it every day. <laughs> so I kind of tune off. <laughs> you kind of, yeah, but yeah, it is depressing. But again, what can we do? And, and it's that's how that's why this question it is really relevant that we address it in this podcast today. And 
unfortunately it's with us and from what they're saying it may be with us for quite some time to come and so all past all segments of, of, of different uh, societies around the world are working to see if they can come up with a solution uh, to this uh, pandemic yeah and, and that's what we i think we've mentioned a couple of times in in, in the previous episode on how uh more people are working in the intellectual property world than they than they have realized and and today i guess as we fetch out this information people will see that uh day two uh may be actually working in, in intellectual property and they may not know it <laughs> <laughs> without even realizing it yet yeah. and so in that effort the patents office is also uh provided a platform for uh, different segments of of uh, of, of the uh, society to to be able to uh, compete and and come up with a solution it, we tend to believe that it's uh, it, it's pharmaceutical that in this case it's more pharmaceutical than anything else in the US but the, be that as it may they they pro, uh, the patent office provided and if you were to to go to the US patents office you can you know, launch this application and see what the patents office is doing in terms of a prioritized examination pilot program and i'm just reading off of the page from the uh, patents office and it says that you can request up to 500 wow qualifying patent applications without requiring payment or certain fees associated with prioritized examination in 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 I guess in, I guess what they what they probably referring to here is the fees to make your patent application special not waiving the fees of the application but uh, itself okay yeah but I, I you know um, let's you know if we provide them with that website council um, I think that would also help them to to go there and uh, obviously it's, you know a person can start with www.uspto.gov Uh, but there's a specific site uh, for that which is www.uspto/sorry.uspto.gov/covid/coronavirus/uspto-covid-19-response.sorry-resource.center probably best to just go to www. uspto.gov and follow the follow the links there um it's on the front page and you can follow the the page to the resource site uh, very innovative uh from the patent office side uh for patent office standpoint to actually uh put that 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 resource uh, center um for people who are um, looking for such information yes uh and and uh we i think we may also touch on a few points here without you know too much too many details i should say but some of the uh, uh highlights uh, uh on on this prioritized examination uh i think uh, is is important to touch on for example you have to qualify for either small or micro entity status in order to to uh in order to be able to request that uh, prioritized examination w- what do you think about that 
Um, I, I can't say much about that because I don't know. I don't know all the details on, on that program. Um, I, I, I think generally um, the, the intent here is to get, to get uh, these patent applications that would um, uh, that are dealing with um, some solution regarding COVID to give them to put them first in line. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you can't put everybody first in line. Then, then nobody is first in line, <laughs> right? So, uh, so that, that that's that's always the intent um, to 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 put a program like this together uh, is to make sure that you 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 are getting getting that technology uh, through the process much quicker than it would have in normal normal uh, sense of, of, of the time. So um, I, I, that's all I, I can say about that. I, you know, um, I don't know much more about it. Um, no, oh, Council, what I meant to say is, is that uh, because being that you have to qualify for small or micro entity, uh, I guess the, uh, the parents office is, is allowing or, or is, is, is favoring uh, corporations, entities that, that, that may not have uh, the financial resources uh, uh, to to first of all do the R and D and then have to come up with a lot of money to do uh, to do uh, patent applications and get it approved. I guess that may be the the policy behind this is to ensure that maybe small companies can also participate in in this uh, effort. Again, definitely. I mean, that's uh, I, I would think you want to always uh, favor the companies that that would not um you know and and that's why they would waive a fee because uh the big companies could always pay the fee um and if you want everybody to be to be able to take the advantage you definitely want to plan your policy power the, the weakest um that would not be able to take uh advantage of of, of such a program mm-hmm. um yeah so i mean but there's more detail on the site for people to actually read and get uh, and get the detail what we our purpose in this in this episode is to let people know that this this platform exists and what it can do for you uh it gives you information regarding um, um not just patents it also gives you information about trademarks and uh, they went as far as uh, giving information of the international world as not just the the u.s and they you know the, one of the interesting thing they have on that platform uh as well council is the uh, patent and licensing resource so basically uh what you have is is they've created a, a pseudo marketplace i don't think why i'm calling it a pseudo marketplace is obviously you won't be able to do the transaction uh on there they're not they're not uh um, creating that space where you can create a full transaction but what they are doing is uh in that space of of covid in that technology you can you can see different technologies that different companies have and a handy list that another company may be looking for because i you know uh, i think people don't understand that a lot of there's a lot of collaboration in a lot of these work would go in and by the time uh, uh, a customer get a, pe- a a product out there whatever the product is it's often it's collaboration um, and uh, it's technology that works on top of a technology that works on top of a 
of technology and these technologies are not necessarily owned by the same company and um and you need one 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 to make the other work right so what this platform is doing is is giving you hey here are all the technologies that are out there available for licensing and if you are looking for a piece like that here's the company that you can contact to get that i i think this is genial i think it's uh, it will speed up the, the the search for companies that are looking for that information yeah i think it's great uh, definitely and maybe in some other uh episode when we go back to patenting again this is important uh, uh to the reason why even after what you've just said that uh it's it's technology on top of technology on top of technology brings to to my mind the fact that after uh, a patent is issued you still need to do a clearance search because your patent uh, just because you have a patent does not mean it's an island unto itself it, it it relies on other technologies in order to operate and hence where you have to uh, do this clearance search and find out if you are if there are, if there is any other technology out there that you need to license in order to practice the invention that you have uh, that's why you say here it's technology on top of technology on top of technology yeah i mean if you you know if you were to open your iphone and and um yeah, not just even open it from from looking at, at at the iphone you start looking at different technologies and different uh, ip um own ip product right i mean the shape of the 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 the, uh, the phone um, you're using the microphone that may be made by some other company the, the camera may be made by some other company the, the the material that make the screen could be made by another company uh, and as as one company you don't want to have you don't want to waste time in developing all these technologies and um, so basically if it's already available somewhere else You, you you just license you just it. you just license it and and obviously what you just mentioned is that i couldn't build a phone and just say oh i just take these all these things and i put them together and then i start selling <laughs> without uh, without getting their permission you would be sued on the like, you don't have to be sued on the whole product you can be sued on on portion of the product right um so yes and it doesn't have to be expensive either uh, because people may some people may think well i have to license well it doesn't have to be expensive it could also involve cross licensing things of that nature although we don't that's not what we're talking about today but it brings about since the subject of licensing brings about all those different issues uh, we won't have time to go into all the details but we just wanted in passing to mention that Yeah so uh, as we introduce this topic and we look at the covid-19 obviously when you say covid because it's a medical uh uh issue uh and then the first thing that probably comes to people's mind is is some kind of vaccine or some kind of treatment and they forget that electronic is also playing a big role on that uh <laughs> i i you know i didn't spend a lot of time on the website to see if uh Uh, I, I, I think it's it's favoring uh, uh, pharma type uh, of uh, of applications. However, I think uh, I think technology has a big role to play in that as well. For example, um, you know there are um, 
can can your iPhone de- detect uh can, can somebody create a, a device where in that uh, where in that it would be able to to maybe with some add-on right uh being able to detect uh whether somebody is covid positive right um don't don't think everything is 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 biotech because uh that industry is also working hard to to give solutions on on social distancing uh did you come in contact with somebody who has who has covid um there are a lot of software algorithm that's been created to um to 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 do these things uh to do obviously there are less um they are i guess you can all, you can you can easily implement something like that without having without having uh uh you know the patent office helping your application go through because you know th- those type of things would not ask for an fda type of approval um so it's not it, there's nothing stopping you from actually implementing them when uh in the in the pharma uh, context not only things spent time in in in, in the patent office and even after it you get a patent that doesn't mean your product goes out your product may have to go to to FDA approval and um so there may be reason why we're not talking about it, but i wanted to bring to the table today um that you know there's a lot of things that's happening in technology uh as well when i say technology i mean pharma is technology um you know uh high tech of uh, of uh, you know electronics that's what i'm talking about and also council as a as a transition isn't there something in the same realm of, of medical isn't doesn't the patent office uh, isn't the patent office uh, introducing an, uh, something new uh, there uh for humanity uh, winners well i I'm not, i'm not sure if that's if that's new but um they they just announced um the the winners for this year uh, the 2020 uh humanity winners right um that's um you know so global vision uh sisu uh global um and a couple of it so those are those are patents that tend to solve big problems like right? big problem that that tend to help humanity in a in, in a whole um for example uh um, i think global vision um they had developed the uh, uh, a, a product called uc vision kit um it's used to provide prescription uh eyeglasses cost effective to hundreds of people uh and 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 particularly in, in remote uh, areas in the world so those are the, the type of uh uh winners that um so it just uh, it, it it's a, i don't know when that the incession of it and how mm. they've been doing it uh but every year it's um you know they'll they'll announce uh, certain companies that have product that tends to to help humanity uh in general um but before we leave the idea of of covid right um i wanted to talk to, we we spoke about stuff that gets patents and and big pharma um and we haven't touched the idea that uh on traditional uh medicinal type of uh, uh, of 
medicine, right? Um, so we know Madagascar uh, had come pretty early with uh, with some formula, and they said that was that would cure COVID. Um, Haiti, I heard, uh, has now about 72 concussions uh, recipes that they they've been using, and you know. The first talk of COVID, and, and I've been involved with uh, with an organization where we uh, they've been giving information to the community um, early on in March. Uh, when I remember the first conversation, uh, where they, the concern was Haiti, and they felt like, well, if New York is having this issue uh, with COVID and, and people dying and the hospitals are flooded and, um, it seems pandemonium and that we didn't, we don't, we, we losing control of this fire, uh, which they did take control of, but the early, early, uh, March, it was, it seems like it was, there, there would be no end. So when this thing happens in Haiti, which is the, you know, considered quote unquote, the, the poorest uh, nation in the Western hemisphere, um that it would decimate the population um now after after six months uh we see that haiti has one of the best numbers and can we attribute that to to uh, to uh traditional medicine uh, from what i heard yes it apparently it's based on uh uh, traditional medicine, plant-based medicine, uh, that uh, they, they have, now th- this is empirical. It's not any, there is no scientific uh, report or there hasn't been, it's just, uh, again, em- empirical that they, that's what they're using all throughout uh, the nation. And also another point that someone made, which I don't know how that, uh, uh, how that, figures into the whole equation is the fact that uh, more than half of the uh, population of Haiti is on the 30 something like that well that 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 is true and I also heard that you know Haiti is is, in, is bad in, 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 in everything in the sense that they don't have they don't know they don't have enough testing they don't know how many people have COVID or how many people are dying of COVID but I, I would say I mean again anecdotally I spoke to a, a priest um, that I, my church here works with a church in Haiti, um, and we are sister churches. And uh, I spoke to this to, to this priest and uh, asking him anecdotal information about um, you know what does he know about COVID, and he would say, well, you know, it has little impact, but they are taking all type of precautions, and uh, it has revalued some traditional uh knowledge like um, you know drinking teas in the morning and uh instead of popping a you know a, a soda uh, a well-known brand soda they would uh, people are making uh, more um natural juices like uh, lemon ju- lemon juice or lemonade um and and people are valuing these things again when you know uh, people were running away as if it was better to actually drink uh, one of these branded name uh you know sugar <laughs> uh, uh pops right um and and i asked him you know how does he know, how does he know 
that people are not dying of that and and he says well albert i actually have the i actually have the pulse of that community in a sense although he doesn't do all the funerals but he says that you know i would i would know funerals are happening in the community and and many of them would be those that i i preside over and he says you know there isn't really there, there isn't any indication that there are more death than 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 normal um so which is which is kind of like you know a way to kind of look and say well if the data is not being uh, uh systematically collected because we have a poor country but anecdotally you would know if the priest was having you know 10 times the, the funerals a week right yeah i i think so uh, time is flying uh, council so uh we need to uh transition over to uh the other topics that we want to cover in this episode yeah so i mean uh, there's there's a couple of things there and um you know again all of these things are things that we can we can uh, come back 6 months from now and and update the the uh, our you know uh what we say here today but it seems like they they are doing good um Yeah so I mean, the, some of the other things that are happening in in the, in the covid world is that the patent office has received over 400 applications since um um since March on different uh names of 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 trademark that people want to trade regarding um regarding covid so that's uh, that's another interesting uh thing that's happening there um And yeah, you know, some other interesting fact um, for this week. Um, we'll try to share some of these things. We've been talking about disparities in intellectual property, and, and, and we are very concerned with uh, disparities in every case, right? Disparities in health, disparities in uh, because we believe that you know having disparities uh, among the population is not healthy for a good economy for the country. Um, and and we're not firing at all cylinders we say right right we're not firing on all the cylinders and we we know that there is potential in every human being right so so and and so there are some measures that people are looking at um you know in terms of law firm i think we mentioned last time african american only makes 3% of uh, of ip attorneys not all attorneys but ip attorneys which is uh, which requires a double degree uh, often um but there there is a there's a list of of law firm that came out this 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 year and actually rank um diversity on top law firms right so um so the, the different categories are firms with uh 600 plus attorneys um firms with 251 to 600 attorneys firms with 101 to 250 and uh firm that are less than 100 uh, 100% law firm and they pretty much uh give a ranking to each of these uh of these law firm and 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 put out a list of the top 10 can do you have do you have names can you name a few yeah so i can i can um talk about i'll just cite the the first the first uh ones um in each category so wilson uh wilson sensonite um they are they are top uh, in the 600 plus um and the next one is fagoman 
uh, they are first in the 250 plus. Um, you have Lazano Smith, which is number one in the 100 to 150 to 250, and you have Diaz Reyes, uh, which is um, top 100. And incidentally, um, there are some some IP law firm that I that I see here that actually uh, make the top list, which is probably worth mentioning. Um, and a lot of them do have IP, but I, you know, some of them that I'm familiar with, DLE Piper is number five and 600 firm. Uh, Finnegan is number eight in the 250 plus. Um, and who else did I see here? Uh, IP is number five in, in the third category. So some of these, um, um, some of these law firms that have IP, um, and they have, you know, so the, the, those are those where the minority equity partners are have a certain percentage. Um, but you know, even even there, you like uh, Wilson Cincinnati is is top at eighteen percent of uh, of the attorneys are minority over six hundred plus attorneys. So uh, it doesn't make it. it that, yeah, there's still much work to be done here. That number one does not mean that you are you are great. It just means that you 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 are better than the next guy. <laughs> um, so there, there's a lot there is a lot of work to be done there. Maybe, maybe someday we should reach out to one of those uh, partners and ask them to uh, uh, to address the uh, IP breakfast audience on uh, on that subject matter. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I'm pretty sure our audience would be interested to hear from uh, from them and what are the obstacles of, of becoming a partner um, in, in these law firms. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and um, you know, so the last thing, we, you know, last tidbit that I wanted I wanted to touch uh, with you today, Council, is is that I found an article uh, wherein uh, they are talking about. I think it's the director of the United States Patent Office, uh, Andrew uh, Yanku, who says that Congress may finally have the appetite to um, to take on uh, Section 101 um, and, you know, quickly tell the audience uh, your work uh, at, with this committee on 101. Uh, yes, uh, we did provide uh, our, uh, I think we, we, again, it goes back to an article that we wrote some time ago, a long ago, and then uh, where we, uh, we did recommend that Congress would uh, uh, review uh, uh, 101. And uh, lo and behold, uh, I think some, some, a number of years, eight years or so after, then it came to our attention that uh, that uh, uh, the uh, I think it's the sub subcommittee on IP was working on 101, and so we quickly sent them uh, a note, uh, a letter, and telling them uh, or advising them, informing them of our work in, in in that area. Yeah, I still think signal claims has a place in intellectual property, especially the more we um, the more we are sending information to the internet. Um, uh, you know, so um, I hope. I hope they actually work on it one day and actually, uh, you know, you're, um, you know, if people are interested, you can read our article on the uh, Coffee Law uh, website. Uh, it's called uh, The Need for Signal Claims. So, um, yes, we wanted to be able to uh, be part of the uh, committee uh, uh, 
that addresses the the issue with, with Congress. We will, but at the time, I guess the the uh, session was already closed. Now, if if, if there is appetite, will we know our interest uh, in going up to, to Capitol Hill? Yeah, I think the article also mentioned that there is there is a consensus among the different industries on how the language should read because sometimes when you write it. It reads for it reads well for an industry, and another industry says no, no, that doesn't work for us, and it would create more problem than than solving. And uh, as it is, one on one has always been an elusive uh, uh, piece of the law that has been that have seen a lot of activities in the past uh, in the past 50 years since it was uh, oh, not more than 50 years now, uh, 70 years since the. Uh, um, I think it was in the 1950s act that uh, 50s, you know that uh, you know that that new language was introduced and uh, has been contested for many years. And um, past 10 years have been very active. So we, we we wait and see. And yes. obviously, when we when we see when we do see some movement in it, we'll uh, we will uh, update our audience on what's going on there. But Counts, time uh, we time flew with us, and uh, we are we have to apologize for the three minutes extra. We hope that it was great information. You can find me Albert Dekady on Twitter at a d e c a d y Council, and you can find me at uh, at Twitter at, at Coffee Law LLC C O F F Y L A W L L C. And until next time, be well. Bye now.